this again. I guess I'm back. <laughs> Alright, so let's talk about why there was no episode last week, why I was kind of silent. Um, well, first of all, I truly didn't think anyone would notice, but apparently that uh, actually wasn't the case. Um, I actually had quite a few people message me and ask me where the episode was. Like, on a Monday morning, that's what they were kind of waiting for, which was kind of surreal, but also made it that much harder for me to not record the episode. Um, And the reason that I didn't, secondly, the reason that I didn't record an episode isn't as simple as I would like it to be. I think it's really easy for me to say, like, oh, life happened, I didn't get around to it, which, I mean, isn't completely untrue. Last weekend was definitely busy for sure. I mean, I was with my friends, and we were uh, trying on bridesmaids dresses for my best friend's wedding. Uh, It was Super Bowl Sunday. And I mean, like, all of the excuses were there, right? Ready for me to kind of just pick when it came to explaining the lack of an episode. Um, But I think the real hard truth is this. Uh, I am, I'm actually battling some pretty serious demons right now, and I don't mean that to sound overly dramatic, but I think it's going to regardless of an explanation, so sorry. I don't, I don't want this to be the focus of the episode, but if I am gonna get on here, record an episode, and try to be as real as I possibly can, I think the the whole truth needs to be here, or at least the, the most amount of truth that I'm comfortable sharing. Um, I'm, I'm going through a lot. Um, these past two weeks have been extremely hard. Uh, personally, there's a lot going on and I've, it's been really hard to kind of dig myself out of the hole in which I've fallen into. I really seriously could not think of recording an episode last week because it just seemed pointless. Um, in fact, last episode that I recorded with my brother, that was probably one of the worst days that I've had in a really long time. And we made this commitment of recording the episode and he actually came over to my house and was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I, I said, yeah, you know, I think we just need to power through and I need to rally and, and just do what I set out to do. And it ended up being such a great episode, but it was super hard for me. And I think it's taken me a while to kind of like get the, like muster up the energy to, to do this. So, I mean, here I am and, and let's see how it goes. Um, I mean, I am really lucky to have, you know, my brother and my husband and parents and friends who've lifted me up and made me feel better, but, you know, it's been tough. You know, it's just, it's been tough. Um, I think eventually one episode, I I will dive into this a little bit further, but for right now, you know, I'm here and I'm ready to chat with you. So, uh, let's do it. Let's recap a little bit. It's finally February, which feels so good, right? I think January was the longest month ever. I can't actually believe how long it took to get out of that month. And now I feel like February is like going by a little bit faster than I would anticipate it to. Um, My birthday is actually in a few weeks and I don't feel like celebrating at all. I mean, does anybody understand that or feel like that? Like it, I don't know. I just, I get so like... Ugh, about celebrating my birthday and it's not even about being sad about getting older it's not even like oh my god another year I feel I feel guilty having people come out for my birthday I think I don't know I think I must be so insecure to even feel like this which is probably something that I should bring up in therapy one day 
but like do you guys ever understand that like I feel like I'm putting people out by making plans for my birthday and it's always so hard to figure out what to do too it's like well we could go to dinner but then not everyone gets to really talk to each other or we could go to a bar but then everyone kind of like forms their own little groups and we can't actually all talk to each other and then what's left you know like what else are we supposed to do I think I I I really just get so in my head about it that I don't want to do anything by the time my actual birthday like rolls around so I don't know if you have any ideas as to what I should do for my birthday I'm all ears let me know uh what else is going on uh Frank is sick that's been happening this week and I've been trying to be as equally helpful as I am also like distant like I'll make chicken soup I'll make you chicken soup I will go to the store I'll get all of the things for it but also don't breathe on me like that's where I'm at Knock on wood, I mean, I, I think being a teacher has given me a little bit of, like, a superhuman immune system. Like, I haven't been truly sick in a really long time. And I'm hoping I didn't, you know, just jinx myself by saying that out loud. Um, but yeah, I, I rarely get sick, and I'm hoping that it doesn't happen, so we'll see. Um, let's see what else is going on. I actually got a lot of positive feedback from the episode that I did with my brother, Uh, So thank you for that. His honesty and his, like, transparency was something that a lot of people admired. Um, And I think it made people feel almost, like, less alone in their own situations. And that was actually super special for me to to be a part of. I learned a lot about my brother uh, in that hour that I I really, I didn't know a lot about kind of the things that he was struggling with. And it was really nice to have this like open forum of discussion and and keep it real and kind of come out of it with a really nice um respect and understanding of each other that we we've always had but this was almost like heightened and elevated so that was like a really nice day for me uh you know in the midst of a lot of chaos that was going on you know he he definitely helped me out that day he he actually texted me this morning asking if I wanted to get a tattoo like super casually Sunday morning he's like hey you want to get tattoos today? I'm like, are you, are you even a real person right now? He's just like out of his mind. I don't understand. Um, but that's, that's my brother. Uh, anyway, I wanted to spend time today or this time that we have together talking about almost like, like sticking to a routine or, or remaining almost like consistent with yourself. Like it's such a hard thing to do. Um, or to maintain. So I I wanted to dive into it because that's absolutely what I've been struggling with uh, for the past two weeks. And I wanted to unpack it a little bit and hopefully shed some light on my personal, you know, struggle with sticking to a routine, but I'm sure people can relate to it. So let's just, let's get into it. Um, Like, for an example, I committed to recording an episode of a podcast every week. Like once a week, I was going to put it out on Sunday nights or Monday mornings or whenever kind of felt right. And for like five weeks or six weeks or whatever, it was like clockwork. I didn't think about it. I prepped really well for it. I wrote all my notes. I got excited. I was like lit on fire for it. And I loved it. And I still do. Um, but until, until one, literally one setback threw the whole routine away. Like the entire thing. So why is that? Why have such a hard time maintaining consistency or sticking to a routine the minute a wrench gets thrown into the plans? Like, just forget it. The whole thing's a waste. Let's just, you know, move on and, and this this wasn't worth it to begin with. There are, 
I mean, there are so many things that I personally try to stick to. Like, I wake up at the same time every single day. I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day. I mean, every single weekday. Weekends, it's like 7, but still. Uh, going to bed at the same time every weeknight, it's like 9.30. Like, this little inner, like, voices in my head, like, okay, bedtime, like, regardless of what I'm doing. Um, I also stick to working out every single day. I try to eat mostly healthy. I stick to writing in a journal. I stick to reading every day, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all of those things combined, I, I try to stick to them. But the minute something happens, like recording an episode or whatever, the minute something happens, sabotage. That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. So for the most part, I'd like to think that I do a really good job with those things. But I also am very easily able to convince myself to stop doing them altogether. So I really want to talk a little bit about that and kind of work out why that's the case and how to kind of avoid it and some of the things that do help me and and then we'll go from there. So for the most part, like I said, I do a really good job with with all of those things that I mentioned. Like I wake up every day at 5 a.m. without fail. It took me it took me a really long time to get that down to a habit instead of actively thinking about it or snoozing my alarm like into oblivion uh, because the minute I would hit snooze that was it I sabotaged myself and that sabotage trickled into everything else I did that day literally everything else I did starting with you know you're snoozing your alarm right for whether it's 10 minutes or for another hour or for whatever and depending on how much time you snoozed for well then I'm gonna, you know, pick a breakfast that I can eat right away because I am running late and it's not a good choice. And then from there, I, you know, I am now running late and I feel super tired and, you know, I'm at work and I'm not as productive as I could be. And, you know, because I'm super tired, now I'm gonna skip the gym because I'm exhausted. And okay, so now I skip the gym and when I get home, I'm gonna take a nap because I can't even function. And then, you know, now that I'm napping and I wake up and, oh, now I got to cook dinner. Let's just make something quick and maybe it's not the best thing. And now I'm going to go to bed later because I, you know, took a nap and, you know, it literally just like repeat, 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 repeat. And it's just such bad decisions and such bad choices based off that one choice, right? That self-sabotage. So, I mean, it took a lot of work to get to a place where the alarm goes off at five and I am up and out of bed. It took a lot of work. Like, to the point where I need or needed, like, five alarms. One that goes off at 4.59. I still have that one. One that actually goes off at five, which gets me up. Like, the 4.59 one is like, hey, get yourself ready. Turn that off. It goes off at five. The next one, I'm up. And then I have another one that goes off at 5.05, which is like my reminder of like, you should be like midway brushing your teeth right now. Um, And it kind of keeps me in check. Not to mention Frank's alarms that go off between like 4.30 and 5 as well, depending on when he's getting up. And, you know, there's like, there's our bedroom is like probably the sound a prison makes when someone's trying to escape. Just so many alarms and ringing and lights and like, there's just so much going on because, you know, A regular alarm isn't enough. No, we also have the sunrise alarm clock that wakes you up by light and sound. You know, we have issues. So it it took a lot of work to to get 
into the routine of getting up. Um, sticking to that routine kind of helped me, though, have this domino effect for the rest of my morning and then my day. I get up at five, which leaves me, you know, two hours to get myself together for the day before I have to leave for work. I leave for work at seven. So you might be listening right now going, what, why do you need two hours? Like, well, I mean, number one, it goes very, very fast. Those two hours go so fast. And number two, I need to start my day in a relaxed way. Like starting my day in a relaxed way has fundamentally changed my mood in the morning like you know when you wake up late so you're rushing around and you're super tense and you're anxious and you can actually feel your body like tighten well that was me for years and I started to kind of hate starting my day like that because it took forever to come down from that like that that tenseness is tenseness a word that anxiety that like stress that I would put myself through as soon as I woke up it would take me until the afternoon to like like decompress you know um so I made that conscious choice of waking up earlier so that I could be anxiety free by the time I got to work which made me feel like almost in more control of my day so when hard things did come up I was able to deal with them and not have this like additional stress from from waking up late and from kind of being on the defense of my day um so a lot of people I think are like oh I could never wake up early how do you wake up early 5 a.m that's like foreign and I mean, there. I love sleep. I love sleep more than I love most things. But it's not just about me wanting to, like, sleep the day away. Like, even if I am snoozing that alarm five or six times, I'm not getting a restful sleep until I actually get up. In fact, it's probably worse. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a sleep specialist. I'm just somebody whose favorite hobby is sleeping. So I try to get the most amount of sleep that I can so that waking up isn't as annoying as it possibly could be like don't get me wrong I I I don't I don't spring up out of bed like oh another day and like you know birds are on my shoulders and I'm like singing no I I hate waking up early but I know that it's absolutely necessary so that I don't have to be like the worst version of myself throughout the day so I mean it it took a lot of work and I think people who don't like to wake up early this is a very foreign concept for you, but I mean, just even getting up like 15 minutes earlier probably makes a difference. Like I had to be very drastic and do one hour because I realized 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. was not cutting it for all the things that I had to do in the morning. Like I'll go into my my whole routine in, in a minute, but I don't like rushing. I I don't know if anybody likes rushing. Like I don't like that additional pressure of getting ready to go somewhere or do something and having like the clock ticking in the background like if we have to meet friends for dinner or go you know meet at a family's house or whatever if there's a time that we have to be there you better believe that I'm going to be there on time if not early and when we are late it sends me into like the worst downward spiral I just don't like being late to things um and that kind of factors in with that like I don't like rushing around uh so that was really important to me to to wake up earlier and if you're like me and you don't like that like oh I'm always late you know kind of title that you give yourself 
or you just tell people like oh yeah if you expect me to be there on time like that's that's your fault like you should know me by now I don't like that I like to be on time or early so that no one's ever waiting for me that's big for me but that's just me like if you like kind of having that fashionably late you know title for yourself you do you like don't listen to me who am I nobody (laughs) anyway um so that's my 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 spiel for like morning you know sticking to that I've I've been mostly consistent with also sticking to a workout routine like I am so 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 good about going to the gym all week like Monday through Friday I am there I do not allow myself to come up with excuses I you know I'm at the point where I pack a bag for the gym every day and I leave it in my classroom it's in the corner of my classroom I don't even leave it in my car because I know me and that opens up to oh I don't feel like going out into the car and getting the bag coming back into the building changing then getting my stuff and going to the car and going to the gym like I know me and if it's not in my face like this bag is in the corner of my classroom by my desk I need to visibly like I need to see it visually and that's when I know okay I have to change and I have to go to the gym because if I leave it in the car it's like out of sight out of mind oh oh, I forgot it was in the car let me just drive home and you know eat a donut that I know me so I leave it in my classroom and right after school ends like as soon as the demons have left I mean the kids have left I go change in in the bathroom like I put my gym clothes on right away so that I go right to my workout class, you know, depending on, you know, my week is a little crazy. So some days I go to like 4.15, some days I go to 5.30. I go to a class every day. It's just a part of my routine and I am so super serious about sticking to it. And it's not for like this like fitness, like fit life, fit journey thing that I'm doing. Like if you know me, like you know that I love working out, but I also love food. So it's not, it's not a physical thing where I need to look good. Going to the gym is absolutely mental for me and it makes me feel so good which we'll get to but my routine with the gym during the week is not something I actively even think about it's just something that I do it's just this is what we do and and this is this is the way it goes however sometimes on the weekends is where I I take oh I just oh that probably did not make a good noise I just hit the microphone super loud so sorry listen eh, the wheels have come off it's fine um but anyway (laughs) most weekends is where like I'm usually good but sometimes I do fall off now if you're listening and you're like wait you work out on the weekends too if you work out five days a week yes but it's different like I'm a firm believer of like moving your body every single day seven days a week now that doesn't mean like now I go to you know a like almost like a boot camp like hybrid training you know class every day you know Monday through Friday so that's like intense one hour workout And, you know, I can't do that on the weekends too. Like my body would be in so much pain. So I tend to kind of scale it back on the weekends and go for a 30 minute walk or jog or run or whatever uh, around my neighborhood. Um, And that's it. Like I don't do anything over 30 minutes on a Saturday or a Sunday, Um, but I do move my body every single day. Rachel Hollis, who is my hero, ingrained this in me when I started kind of following her, you know, her lifestyle and and kind of just seeing the way in which she has established routines for herself one thing that was like really important to her and I and now I kind of understand why is moving your body every day and again it's not about physical looks it's not about oh I want to be you know thinner or stronger or whatever like that's a whole other issue this is 
absolutely about mental health. Like my, I feel the best when I've exercised. Anytime I work out, I just feel better. It's, remember uh, Legally Blonde? It's like when Elle Woods is like, exercise or whatever she says, like releases endorphins and endorphins make you happy and happy people just like don't shoot their husbands. Like that is kind of where I'm at. Like I need to give myself, I need to manifest happiness the best way that I can and and anything to help improve my mood is probably it's probably directly related to moving my body like if I leave my house or work or whatever in a bad mood after I've worked out whether it's at the gym or going for a walk I come back and I feel better and that's that's enough for me to do it every day um but you know with that being said this weekend I did not do it and I've always done it always, always, always. So like I mentioned, you know, I've, I've been struggling. Um, I've been struggling this week and the thought of going for a walk just wasn't happening, even though it probably would have been the best thing for me, probably would have made me feel better. Um, so truthfully, I kind of feel like a little bit of a failure, which is crazy because I work out every day. I worked out every day this week, Monday through Friday, but none of that, you know, matters if I skip Saturday and Sunday, which is crazy. Like, isn't that crazy? I make myself feel like a complete failure instead of feeling proud of what I actually did. Do you guys do that too? Where like, you're, you're not going to acknowledge the success. You're going to only think about the failure and it's not even a real failure. Like it's okay that I didn't work out or I didn't go for a walk or whatever, but in, you know, from the outside looking in, but for me, it's like you, you, you're dumb. Like, why didn't you do that? So why is it so hard to stick to a routine? Well, I mean, I guess because the minute we stray from that routine, we say, oh, well, I give up, you know, might as well stop now instead of saying like, okay, today it didn't happen, but tomorrow it will or it can. Um, I think it's so much easier to like quit, like that's it, done deal, quit, than to acknowledge a failure, and I'm using that word like with like air quotes, a failure and then just continue. Like, it's easier to say, nope, that's it, than to be like, okay, let's bounce back. Let's keep going. It's like saying, if you're like, oh, I'll start eating healthy on Monday, right? And then Monday comes and you have a donut. So you're like, well, you know, fuck it. I might as well eat like garbage the rest of the week now too, since I already failed. Instead of being like, well, tomorrow's Tuesday. It's another day. Let's try again. And on the other hand, like, why is it so easy to stick to a routine or be consistent in things that are like not good for us. It's it's not a struggle at all to be consistent with watching two episodes of of a Netflix show each night or you know it's beyond easy to spend our time on our phones scrolling Instagram instead of using that time for what we know would benefit us more. Like for an example, it's so easy to say, "Oh, I don't have time to work out." Like that's your sabotage, when in reality, you might have just wasted 2 hours watching, you know, all those episodes of The Office that you've seen a 100 times. Now, I mean, I'm not saying to not enjoy yourself or to live your life, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, why can't I stick to a routine? Well, because your routine is super open-ended and it leaves room for you to swap out the things that you should be doing for the things that you want to do. Like, oh, I have, you know, this, this very lax schedule. So, oh, look, I have three hours until I have to go to bed. Okay, let's spend two and a half hours you know, watching TV and then 30 minutes scrolling Instagram and, oh, look, it's time for bed. 
Now, I don't, I'm not a big believer of like, go, 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 go all the time until your head hits the pillow. But I am a big believer in like, wisely allotting things like, you know, allotting time for certain things and then giving yourself time to rest. Um, So, I mean, I think the best plan of action of or what has helped me is writing down my routine until I don't have to do it anymore. Like I am super specific about what I have to do every day so that I stick to it and it's almost like an accountability piece. Like I have a daily journal and I also have a daily planner and they're like precious to me. They are my lifeline. Um, My daily journal keeps me grounded in gratitude. So it's all about being grateful and kind of like how to achieve your dreams with, with gratitude. And the other, my planner, keeps me accountable for my productivity for the day. So my routine, my morning routine or my daily routine is kind of as follows. Um, It's actually extremely boring. So if you're expecting anything cool, like I don't, I'm sorry. So the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. I spend about 30 minutes getting ready for work. I do my gratitude journal and I do my daily planner for the day. So the daily planner... Um, maps out what I need to accomplish in that day. It's super, super specific of like, what are the three biggest things you have to do today? Okay, great. How do we execute that? And how do we, you know, make sure that those things get done? Because I, I'm a believer of like, if you have this long, 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 long to-do list for a day, you're going to accomplish three things on it. And then you're going to hate yourself for not doing the rest of it. So this planner is actually like, what are the three most important tasks that you have And you'll feel accomplished when you do those three things instead of, you know, a laundry list of things to do and you you write things down just to cross them off, right? Like you've you've already done it, but let's write it down and cross it off so that it looks like we're being more productive than we are. But anyway, um, I do my gratitude journal, I do my my daily planner, and then go to the kitchen and make a real breakfast. Like I try very hard every morning to have a real breakfast, not like granola bar or you know something on the go I try to sit down if I can and most days I can um and make myself breakfast now that could be like as complex as you know an omelet with you know crazy things and you know and coffee and whatever um or it's just like a toasted you know bagel with egg with an egg on it or even just something simple as like rice cake peanut butter banana like I try to have a real breakfast um and I have coffee and then I drink my coffee in a mug when I'm sitting down and not drinking it in my car on the way to work. I really like to enjoy that. Uh, I get dressed, make the bed, pack up all my stuff for work. I go to work. I try to survive that. Um, I also, I, I really try very hard to get as much done at work as I can. Like grading assignments or planning or whatever, you know, is going to keep me kind of organized throughout the day. This way I'm not always bringing work home with me. Like I have a really bad habit of always bringing home work. Um, and that's that's still a work in progress, but I think I've gotten a lot better. Like I try to make the most out of my time when I'm at work, where I have time off. You know, I have an hour a day at work where I, you know, can prep and some days are more productive than others. Um, so I try to get the most done in that time as well. Um, straight from work, like I said, I go to the gym. If I don't go straight from work, I'm not going. I know me. I know myself and I know it's like, oh, I forgot my gym bag home. Let me go home and get it. If I'm going home, I'm not coming back out. So I I go straight from work to the gym. I work out. After the gym, I get home and I make dinner. So I 
plan all of my meals on a Sunday so I know exactly what I'm making every day. So Frank and I sit down on Sundays and we're like, all right, what are we having this week? And we kind of brainstorm together recipes and whatever. And we pick our meals for the week. Uh, We go out to eat probably like once a week, you know, like on a Friday or Saturday. Uh, Nothing crazy, but sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, But we're pretty consistent of like Monday through Thursday, you know, making food at home. So we, I know exactly what I'm making on you know whatever given day of the week I have all the ingredients already I do all my shopping and it's very easy for me to just kind of come home and know exactly what I'm making uh we eat dinner Frank cleans the kitchen thank you god uh and I shower pick out an outfit for the next day now depending on time now this is where it gets a little bit more open-ended so like depending on time Frank and I can like watch an episode of something or I'll read a little bit about a you know read a book I'm currently reading and then truthfully and a lot of you will probably laugh at this it is a strict 9 30 bedtime for me 9 30 like I am in third grade and I don't care uh it's very important to me so Frank sometimes will go to sleep with me at that time too but I had to implement this for me if I knew I wanted to wake up earlier like if I was going to get up at 5 a.m I was not going to bed at 11 if I was, if I'm getting up at 5 a.m., I had to be like, what is the most realistic time that I should go, be going to sleep that I can actually do? And it took a lot of work, um, but it's, it's what I had to do. Now, I, I think I did have like a little bit of, and I don't even know if this is a real thing, but like wife guilt. Uh, like, oh, you know, I should be hanging out with Frank until late at night and chatting and whatever. Uh, but I also had to realize that if I wanted to show up well for myself, for him, for my students, for colleagues, whatever, I needed rest. And I I quickly realized how important it was to go to bed early. And honestly, that's it. Um, I adhere to that routine almost identically every day. Now, I mean, it's not robotic. And as much as it is necessary in order for me to make the most of my time, it's, it's not like I don't feel like I'm like, oh, now I do this, now I do this, now I do this. It's just kind of the flow of my day. Um, And if I stick to that routine to the best of my ability, I actually give myself more free time each night or, you know, as the week kind of comes to a close and it's kind of like a Friday or a Saturday, I've done the things that I need to do within that, you know, within the three things that I have to do each day and kind of adhering to, to or sticking to that routine. I've opened myself up now to be able to do more with my time. Um, However, it's hard. I mean, it's really hard because you have to, you have to stick to it. It's so easy to be like, well, I don't feel like doing that. So I'm just going to, you know, sit and do this instead. So, I mean, it's hard. If I stick to that, if I give myself, you know, if I stick to that routine and if I, I'm very, very disciplined about it and I don't procrastinate, then we're good to go. But if I put things off or I procrastinate, my night gets filled pretty quickly with the things that I should have done earlier. And I don't like that. I don't like feeling overwhelmed. I don't know anybody who likes feeling overwhelmed, but I don't process feeling overwhelmed very well at all. Like, I'm the type of person where if I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, it's like, it's like bubbling, but it's to the point where it consumes me and I like lose it. I like totally flip out. And I don't like that version of me. So I try really, 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 really hard, hard to not 
let that person kind of embody me. Now, with all that being said, I need to mention that I'm not a motivated person at all. I don't wake up like buzzing with excitement or buzzing with productivity. I I have to like almost manufacture it every day. Like I need to create it. I need to like manifest it myself. I need to do a lot of hard work to accomplish tasks. Um, I'm someone who can get very, very unmotivated by the slightest setback. It's my own issues and it's my own like anxieties and, and things that I've been through like that kind of put me in that place. But it takes a conscious effort to stick to a routine for me. If I fall off, I fall hard. I am, I'm wired in a way that that inner voice or that like, you know, dialogue in your head convinces me to just stop, just quit, who cares? And I got to fight that like every day. Like every day I have to like actively tell myself to do things because I think it's super easy for me to just feel lazy but I think that laziness is is a lot of other things that you know I probably should deal with at some point I don't think it's laziness as much as it is like crippling anxiety but that's a conversation from a therapist not for you anyway so the long that's that's pretty much the long-winded reason as to why I didn't record last week um you know I it, I, I fell off and I fell hard. Um, I'm always fighting. I'm always fighting to, to kind of pick myself back up. If I fall and I fall hard, I have to claw myself out of, out of that. Um, and I'm fighting. I mean, who isn't fighting every day? Like who isn't fighting for something? And if it's not, you know, for yourself or for other people, like I know that I'm not motivated. I know I'm not. So if you are motivated naturally or like intrinsically motivated like tell me your secrets please I need to know I need any tool or or you know potion or anything that's going to make it easier for me to kind of get through a day right but for someone like me I'm not motivated at all I am in the process of being disciplined like that's the difference I think if I'm not naturally motivated I need to be I need to be disciplined enough to figure out a way to keep on going and a way that I can feel successful in that, if that makes sense. So anyway, that's why I didn't record last week. Just this like lack of motivation as well as the fact that I didn't stick to a routine and I didn't stick to it hard. Like I, every day I still went through the motions of all of those things that I mentioned. Like I was pretty good about that. I worked out, I made dinner, I woke up and I blah, blah, blah. But in the background, I think I was just kind of like going through the motions and, and not not being as present as I could have been or should have been. Um, so, I mean, if you're somebody who who's like that as well, I think you can relate to this. You might be like nodding your head with like, yeah, if I'm, if something is, if something deeper is going on and it's like kind of festering and eating away at you, you're able to mask it by continuing to do the things that you always do. But it's not, it's not genuine and it's not the same. Um, so I don't know, I'm getting through it and I hope that, you know, this has actually been a little bit cathartic for me. This has been a little bit of a release to just sit and talk and, and get it all out. Uh, it's also scary, but that's, a, that's 
future me's problem when this actually goes on Spotify and iTunes and wherever else it is, who knows. But we're not going to worry about that right now. So, anyway, I will say the good thing about all of this is that a lot of you kept me in check. Like, it was very abundantly clear of, like, you're not getting away with not doing this. Um, which was actually refreshing and, and, and nice to hear and see that people were waiting for it. And not even that, it was more of like a check-in, like, you good? Like, where's the episode? Um, so that, that was actually nice. Um, I, I went to dinner with my friend Deanna. Um, she gave it to me straight. I'm not even gonna lie to you. She was like, where's your episode? I don't know, like, I think I, we were like 30 seconds in the car on the way to dinner. And she's like, where's, uh, why didn't you record? And, you know, that was, actually, I knew it was coming, but I really appreciated her directness because somebody needed to be like, what are you doing? Like, Frank would ask me, like, you recording? Are you recording on Sunday? Are you recording? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And truthfully, today is Sunday, right? And up until two hours ago, I wasn't going to. Um, But I I decided to do it. And that's that's partly because of the conversation that I had with Deanna. We went to dinner on Friday night. And she was just like, where's the episode? And I was explaining all of this to her and, you know, in more depth than I'm willing to, you know, dive into right now. But she said to me very straight, very straight, you know, you can't stop. Don't stop doing this. You know, when you do that, when you stop, you're giving in to the insecurities. You're giving in to other people's opinions. You're giving in to X, Y, and Z. And it's just so real. And, I mean, she speaks from experience, too. Like, this is someone who, you know without getting, like, overly, you know, fangirly, she is somebody that I've admired for 15 years. She started out um, as my best friend Sarah's older sister, just somebody who, you know, I knew and kind of as this, like, little, you know, 11, 12-year-old was like, wow, she's, like, so pretty and so perfect and she has it all together and, you know, I aspired to be very much like her. And, you know, she always showed me as well as I'm sure like her sister and you know anybody else in her life that like she's just like the epitome of of grace and of strength and she is like it just goes to say she's also drop dead gorgeous like she's like 12 feet tall and when we were together on Friday it looked like she was kidnapping me but that's besides the point she is I I can't say enough about her I love her so much so anyway she started out as my best friend Sarah's older sister and very quickly um and I also gradually over the past you know 15 years she's very much become my friend too um and that's because she's somebody that it's like you want to be around her she exudes this just like energy that you just like you you need it in your life so we went to dinner on Friday and you know she spoke to me about continuing to do this from experience she's actually I I mentioned it before but she's the creator of the YouTube channel and the Instagram page it's called the ladies guide um and it's all about women's health and she's doing such a great job with it and it's such important content uh but she's also struggling with it too and that's not my story to tell so I'm not gonna go into into detail but you know we had a great chat about creating content and how hard it is, and how we need to hold each other accountable, and not let ourselves fall off track, and sabotage ourselves, because it's so easy to do that, and you know, I think 
the the point is that sometimes or actually all the time you need to surround yourself with truly good people to help spark the motivation to help spark the discipline to help you stick to that routine and that's truthfully what Deanna did for me over the weekend. So I, I, if, if she's going to listen to this, if you're going to listen to this, thank you. I'm back <laughs> to the best of my ability. And I hope to stick to this routine because I, get, I mean, I guess it does seem to be resonating with somebody or some people. And that's what I have to remember. Like, I got so down on myself and I have to remember, like, <laughs> truthfully, I'm going to suck at this for a little while. Um, and you know, the only way to get better is to keep going. Like, I can't expect to jump into this and be, like, this amazing person who records podcasts and it's, it's, the quality is, like, to die for. Like, that's not, that's not realistic. Um, I mean, that was only partly the reason that I didn't record was, you know, this, like, other people's opinions of it. There was, there's a lot of stuff going on, but part of it was, like, what's the point of even recording this? Like, it's not as good as, you know, other people's or whatever, but, I also have to remember, like, I'm totally, totally new at this. Like, I've never done this before. I'm teaching myself as I go. No one has helped me. And, you know, I had to figure this out from the ground up. And, again, I'm gonna suck. And I can't expect to just, like I said, jump into this with, like, perfection. And other people can't really expect that for me either. And I don't think a lot of people are. I don't think that someone's listening to this like, oh, well, you know somebody else's podcast with millions of followers is so much more, you know, structured or, you know, whatever. Like, of course it is. Of course it is. I, I, I'm not an expert. And, and Deanna and I had such a real moment talking about this and how, like, even if we are sucking at this, and this is like, I'm sorry if this is going to offend anybody, but like, even if we do suck at this, you know, we're doing a lot more than people who are just silently judging us and not doing anything. Like, we're creating something. So like, hey, you know, if you, you want to try this, you want to do this, be my guest. You'll see how hard it is. So, you know, there's something to be said of like, at least we're doing something and it's not going to get better until we keep, uh, you know, unless, not until, unless we keep doing it. And I think I have to just actively remind myself of that every week. And, you know, if if you are liking this and if it is something that you want to continue, like, I, I would love to hear that because you know, it's, I'm having fun, and the minute it stops being fun is when I think I need to reevaluate, but I want it to be something that I love to do, and like I said, you know, like the first episode where I said, you know, I don't care what people think, but I do care what people think, it's still real, it's not going to go away in five weeks, you know, it hasn't been going away for, you know, 27 years, so I can't expect it to just be like, oh, I'm cured, I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I need to not care so that I, I need to care to create, but not care to, for the judgment. So it's a struggle. Anyway, um, I hope everyone's enjoying their, you know, mornings or afternoons or evenings or whenever you're listening. You know, I'm just happy that you are listening. I want to just say thank you for sticking with me on this wild ride that, you know, it's been. And, I think it's just going to get better. I really, I'm confident in that, at least. Um, I don't know, let's challenge ourselves this week to stick to our routines. That sounds like a good idea. And if you do fail, we'll just let's just keep going. Let's just not sabotage, our, sabotage ourselves. Well, that's nice. Um, because it's, it's not worth it. Anyway, let's have ourselves a great day. 
that that feels right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go have myself the rest of my Sunday evening, and I hope you guys have a great week. If you have anything specific that you want me to talk about, shoot me a, a direct message on Instagram, and I want to hear from you, and I want to know what you want to talk about because that's more important than what I have to say without fail. All right. Bye.